0: Profanity Nation
1: Profanity, nation. pro-fanity. pro-fanity. Is profanity nation. nation. Yeah, it's the new era, of man for some old school fans with a
2: new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. It's that to his left,
0: they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he's putting it down. It's the profanity
1: nation. We run the town yeah. oh, here. Profanity, profanity, profanity nation. Profanity nation. <laughs> All right, we're here. Hey, now we are for show. Now we on for show. (laughs) Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast. We are the voice of the professional fan, and tonight is a huge night because we are expanding our nation tonight. We're expanding it to include a huge group of people on Clubhouse. Uh, We are definitely Clubhouse live tonight. We are going live. We are live on um, YouTube, Facebook, the Good News Network, and now Clubhouse. And we have a very special guest tonight that we're going to bring in right away, everybody, because this is super special, all right? So let's get him him going, all right? Um, Well, okay, we got to do that, too. But first, let's introduce Money Mike... Joined with us here. How you doing, Money Mike? Man, I'm good. Man, selling those Girl Scout cookies. You know,
3: same <laughs> thing. Yeah, man. doing it. Is doing that it. the
1: first thing you're gonna bring man, up? That's every true. day? Hey, I just gotta
3: remind people we got them cookies, man. Uh, all right, hey, beautiful. Hey, I'm, t- I'm tired of selling them, man. So y'all, y'all need to buy them all, man. Beautiful. Beautiful. But let- beautiful.
1: But let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> beautiful. And then we got Step Hat. How you doing, because Step? You know we
2: all in this bitch for sure. <laughs> like that's all we're going to do. We're going to talk about these Lakers.
1: We're going to talk about, you know, life. Nice. And, um, yeah, Life, good, it, yeah, let's do it. Alright, well, let's, let's get, get started here. Let's get started immediately. Uh, do we have Marco Nunez in our clubhouse room? Marco, are you with us? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, Marco, hey. how you doing? Marco, what's going on? Marco, how you doing? Nothing much. I'm doing well. Just driving
4: home, working with a uh, couple clients.
1: Excellent, excellent. Nice. Let's introduce Marco, although he should need no introduction. Marco Nunez is a high-performance athletic trainer and the former Lakers athletic trainer. He was with the Lakers for almost eight years, I believe, uh, both as an assistant under Gary and as the head athletic trainer. And, of course, you're keeping really busy. Uh, Marco... Thank you for joining us. We would absolutely love to get some insight and your take on a little bit of what's going on maybe with our boy Anthony Davis. Do you have any thoughts on that?
4: Um, well, yeah, it, it, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I, I don't know much as far as what the injury is in telling in there because obviously there's uh, not, uh, there's some information that most people are not privy sure. to. But, you know, uh, four weeks him coming being out is kind of interesting on that aspect that, you know, they got to be uh, cautious with him, especially that he has what's called Achilles tendonitis, the inflammation of the Achilles tendonitis. I think that was kind of his original issue. Um, he's a big guy. That's, that the Achilles tendonitis is a very common issue among backup players, just like Patella tendonitis. And then he just recently had the uh, the calf strain. Um, so he has a, a couple of things going on in there. So I, I think the, the staff's going to be very smart and be very cautious with him and, uh, you know, kind of hold the back until he's ready to come back
1: to to the uneducated to marco to the uneducated fan we're kind of looking at this and and seeing Kind of remnants of maybe a little bit of the KD who had a calf injury, which turned into an Achilles. In a sense, is there any relation between those two? And is there a chance? I mean, obviously, there's always a chance, no, but we don't, can, we don't want to talk about. But that. can one lead to another? What, what, what is the, the situation? That. No, we. we that's, no, let's we be, gotta, be we, honest. We hey, get know, hey, hey, scratch that question. No,
3: <laughs> that's no. that's money, yeah, Mike yeah, Marco. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Marco, Marco, I have a better question <laughs> for you. you no, know, because okay. we don't want, we don't want to you know we don't want to bring no bad right. uh, juju. I, I'm assuming people in Clubhouse agrees with us, right? So um, No problem. Mark, I have a better question. Is it yep. safe for him to be on the bench and jumping around? Because I don't like him when he's doing that. I think he just needs to be laying down the bed until his Achilles get per, uh, perfectly healthy.
4: Uh, well, here's the thing about it. You know, obviously, the, the more you're jumping, the more explosiveness that you do on that Achilles, you, you're stressing it, and you want to kind of go in and relax that type of thing. but. Uh, you know, from my understanding on that part, most likely he probably has what's called a heel lift. I'm almost sure he should have a heel lift in, in his foot to try to kind of uh, reduce the tensions being applied to the heel extended on that part. Um, you know, c- what's referred to as controlled movement, when you jump and you're in kind of your own control of your body, that's one thing. Oftentimes these injuries occur when you're what's called an uncontrolled movement. When you're going, going down the basket and an, an, an opponent kind of cuts in front of you, and you have to kind of change direction and you're not quite ready for that, you have to change it. That's when some of these kind of Achilles or some of these big issues kind of occur. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he's okay on the bench. Cause I kind of rather him playing
2: down. <laughs> I mean, you are acting like people on the bench are <laughs> be getting re-injured. No, on the bench I mean, dude. Up. I never heard of that before. Like, okay, I really never heard of anybody on the bench jumping up and down cheering, and they'd be like, "Oh, he's out for another two to three weeks." Well, listen, because well, he out
3: there jumping. Okay, <laughs> hey, my club, my club yeah. people. Do you guys agree with me? Like, does it make you nervous when you see AD on the bench moving around and and you know what could potentially happen?
1: <laughs> I think. I think some of them. The
4: only one I think that I that I've seen uh, tear an ACL injury uh, while celebrating. I don't know if you guys remember back in football, grammatica used to be a kicker. I think was it for the uh, Tampa Bay years. He made like a huge kick, and he jumped the celebration, and then kind of ended up falling down. That's about it. But not on the bench.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay. Cool. All right. So he, we're okay then. All right. So
1: so we have nothing to worry about there. Just be cautious <laughs> with our guy yeah, just and. Be cautious. You'll be fine. Okay, so he'll be all right, beautiful. So we don't have anything to worry there. Now, of course, the team needs a backup, but we'll get to that, uh, you know, later on in the show. So, Marco, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been doing? Because I know you've been busy. Uh, you actually have another clubhouse you're doing here at nine o'clock. So, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about you and how uh, people can definitely keep up with you?
4: Yeah, most definitely. So, uh, myself, uh, you know, being in the sports industry, the press setting for a little bit over twenty-one years, twelve years with the Lakers, I also spend time with the LA Sparks, working with. Uh, uh, working with uh, with the L.A. Sparks and Lisa Leslie, uh, myself and a uh, orthopedic physician surgeon that was also with me with the Lakers and also with, with the Dodgers, Dr. Neva Mirad. He and I uh, decided to open up a clubhouse uh, channel called The Training Room. Um, and we're going to do it every Sunday at about 9 o'clock. So um, once your listeners are wrapped up with, with, with you guys, uh, feel free to come join us afterwards once you guys are done with this one. Absolutely. We're going to kind of be there until 10 o'clock. And we're going to pretty much be discussing uh, injuries around the league, uh, whether it's the NBA, whether it's NFL, whether it's MLS, whether it's Major League Baseball.
1: Beautiful. Well, that's great information because it's always hard to find that and to have a reliable source. Uh, now, also, Marco, we've discussed something else here, right? Uh, we may uh, discuss a partnership here where you're going to join our show uh, somewhat on a weekly basis as available to keep us up to date on Clippers injuries. Excuse me. I'm reading a Clippers thing. Yeah, you're right, uh, man. man. Uh, on NBA in- injuries <laughs> as well as other sports injuries. Correct. Oh, most definitely. If you guys are happy to have me, I'm here. I'd love to join you guys on on a weekly basis, or as as we go by,
4: you guys tell me what fits your schedule, Um, and we make it a a great
1: partnership. That sounds great, Marco. Well, we know you're really busy tonight, but we so appreciate your time and giving us that update on ID. And we look forward to having you on in the coming weeks and uh, starting out a long relationship here. Sounds good to me. All right, Marco. Thank, you, thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, everybody. So be sure that if you're interested, you definitely have to follow Marco on Clubhouse. You definitely have to uh, get your information from him because he knows what he's talking about. He's been in the league. He's been in the NBA. He's been a Lakers head athletic trainer. He knows. Yeah. Under Gary Vitti. How yeah. much do we love Gary Vitti? Everybody yeah. knows Gary Vitti. Yeah, everybody love Gary Vitti. Everybody loves Gary Vitti. Everybody loves Gary Vitti, even in our Clubhouse chat there. How are we doing in Clubhouse tonight?
3: Yeah, is everybody there? Everybody's yeah,
5: We're all here here. Awesome Awesome Thank you
1: guys for joining us tonight Again, this is our first time uh, going live on Clubhouse Usually we are on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and the Good News Network And then our audio is released on every streaming platform for podcasts every Tuesday Now, uh, we plan to do this every week as well, right? On Clubhouse Monday?
3: Yeah, we're going to definitely try it But look So we're gonna get. Let's get right into the last game. You know, I actually was on Club. I was talking to my same guy people here, and and uh, it it was it was amazing, man. Like it felt like we were the closest to being inside the stadium. Watching the game. That's know? what we're all about. That's <laughs> right.
1: exactly what we started this for, is to feel like we're in there bantering with the other fans right. and talking just about sports, and it's right. great.
3: Yeah, it was a little bit of a delay, so we had to make sure that, uh, you know, I, I was the one to say, hey, at, at t- if 10 minutes and 42 seconds, something good going to happen. But I never said what it was. But see, you're already
2: <laughs> forecasting, see? Man, oh, oh, because if you do that, then it's like – because I hate when I hear somebody like either – like down the street, it's like because I got a spectrum, right? And then somebody might have some other kind of. <laughs> They're internet, already spotted. you know. And you hear something, especially like if it's a Super Bowl, some big game, or something going on, and you, hear, and you, hear the, you, hear, you hear you hear the, the, roar, yeah, you hear the roar, you hear the roar, oh, or you hear the all, and it's like, oh, here, here you go, here we go, like what is going to happen? And then you see the
3: fumble, or do you see like somebody make a shot? <laughs> you're like, so man, it's like they man, totally ruined for Well, so since I was doing it, I'm, I'm gonna go that ahead totally and ask you guys: Did you guys mind me giving you guys the time that something was going to happen?
1: On Clubhouse. We're totally interactive <laughs> on Clubhouse, Clubhouse, you guys. Bro, We're going in bro. and out of mute on there. This is new for us. Yeah. Wow. We, hey, so,
3: Seven Ride, what do you think? Did I do good?
1: There you go. All right, my
3: name is that there. I think hey. you did horrible. <laughs> and if they I'm have gonna nothing. Say, all I'm right. going to
1: say, if they have nothing nice yeah. to say, yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't say, say anything. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> hey, I'm going to hey, go hey, with Ru.
3: that. Hey, Rue. Anytime
2: you get crickets, yeah,
6: yeah, it's always great.
2: Okay, let's say
1: I'm going to ask Rue. There's Rue.
3: Yes. So was I, was I okay with, um, you know, projecting the time that something was going to happen?
6: Uh yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay.
3: <laughs>
1: there you go. Bruh. There I'm just go. letting you
2: know, man.
3: Yeah. We don't like that. <laughs> you're a spoiler. <laughs> okay.
2: You're a spoiler. I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for some help. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You want yeah. that information. Yeah. You went yeah. out here. Yeah, yeah, wait, 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 There's more people on here though. The lifeline wasn't there. There's more
1: people on here. There's more people on Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 I'm gonna ask Doctor
5: Randy.
3: I'm gonna ask Doctor Randy. Doctor Randy. I was I I need somebody to tell me I was
2: good. He needs somebody. He need that he need that
7: It was good as long as the time was told and nothing else. I, I didn't want anything else. See, but in uh, the last two minutes, there were people getting out of hand, so I just muted everyone. So <laughs> you have yeah, to. You exactly. you to yeah, so, there you go. You want to live it So you're going to take that little win. He's going to say, that's <laughs> yeah. a win to oh. him. Hey, Dr. Um, Rayleigh he said that was good. No, See,
8: no,
3: he didn't. He just did said it didn't that. bug him that much. This okay. Okay. is what I heard. That's okay. what I heard. Okay, okay, cool. All right, so let's go. Let's
1: that's go what I heard. I heard he was being nice. Wait, wait, wait. No, okay. So are you literally going to go through
2: all everybody to get that No, we're not doing that. Okay. No, we're not doing that. We're No, no, We're moving on. Okay. Okay. All right. okay,
1: So uh, coming back We're going <laughs> right to it everybody <laughs> You're
9: good with me. You're good with me Because Sam and I have the same Time as you are, so <laughs> you know what, Mike.
2: The there you go. Mike. Hey, see,
3: there you go. So you didn't so ruin anything for them, basically. Right, so that's best two out of three.
1: You know, all right, Money, you win. End. You win. All right, all right. So uh, the last game was coming out of the All Star break, going into the All Star break. We were on a skid, guys. Lost two in a row. Uh, th- lost. Uh, I think we were three and seven for our last ten. And they came out and they played. Still no AD, of course, as we know. We just spoke to uh, Marco, and he updated us there, mm-hmm. but. But um, you know, it was a tough game, mainly dominated by Indiana, except for that fourth quarter. Yeah, the fourth quarter happened and then, you know,
2: that lineup, I keep talking about that lineup, um with the exception of um uh well no, with the exception of um Wesley Matthews going in for uh, A C.
5: So oh gotcha, yeah. When the you have A C you have ball.
2: Dennis, you have um Kuz and also LeBron and Trez, you get that energy. Those guys are out there fighting, they're scrappy. Um, And when you see that, they usually turn the game around. I mean, last year we had a bench, but we didn't have a bench that actually looked like they affected the game as well as this lineup. This lineup is something clicking. And remember, um, the Lakers, we're not having a lot of practices. No. We're inserting a lot of new people into the lineup. And so... The fact, the fact that they're able to go ahead and do this, able to do this on the fly, that's one thing I, I, I enjoyed about this. And then also those guys that are stepping up. I mean, Kuzma had a monster game. I mean, just being able to go out there and step up, he's averaging, I think, a, a career low, 11 points. A game this But he's year. making a bigger but difference than he ever this is the has. best he's ever played yeah. in a Laker yeah. uniform, and yeah. that is the crazy thing about it because yeah. he's playing team ball, and when he's doing that, we're actually winning. Yeah. You know? So it's it's really good. And I mean, we can all, I can say everyone here, we can all shut that, you know, the Trez trade rumors, we can shut nah, that down, man, because he's an integral part of this team. You can see what he does on the boards. he got that tenacity. He had, I think, about three blocks. A lot of those, th- a lot of those big plays. I mean, he was a monster also in that fourth quarter. So, I mean, I like what I saw with him. Now, of course, they should have been able to do that earlier in the game. But, like you said, we're just trying to win games at this point. You know what? What AD is out?
3: Okay, well, let's go to the clubhouse and see what Rue think about it.
1: Rue, what'd you think about the game, the Indy game?
6: What's the question?
1: What'd you think about the Indiana game, and the fourth quarter?
6: Um, at first it was a little frustrating um, the way they were playing the first few quarters but I felt like they kind of hunkered down on D at the end, especially LeBron uh, with his defense and bonus. I really uh, liked that. He wasn't going offensively, but he managed to um, affect the outcome of the game through the defense. And then, obviously, Kuz was fantastic with his energy, um, his scoring, his rebounding, and him hitting shots.
1: Yeah, this is Simsta, and, uh, you know, I'm watching Kuzma, this is Simpson. I'm watching Kuzma, and I'm watching Kuzma play. And, you know, he's really stepping up his game. But what I like about it, he was doing this before AD went out. So this isn't, oh, well, you know, he again needs to be a number two or that number two. That it has nothing to do with this, like you said, with the scoring. He was stepping up his game from game – from. Preseason, right when they got back to business, and it was rebounds, hustles, and getting those fifty-fifty plays, uh, and that's made the difference. Mm-hmm. Now he can go back when he's got a few more minutes and AD's out, get back to that offense a little bit or whatever he does, and really kicks him up.
2: Yeah, because that's what I mean. He, he, the fact that he, he saw, I mean, a championship makes all the difference, right? You know, when you get, a, you know, when you win a championship, sometimes it's you confident. start thinking about, you know, the confidence. You can, Hell, right? yeah. and and he comes out now and he's like. I'm going to go ahead and boost these rebound numbers. And the fact that he's actually, this, like, he had 13 rebounds. I mean, he was really, like, on the defensive board. I think he had 10 of those. Mm-hmm. So he's just out there just doing his thing. And I like that, you know, the fact that he was able to say, okay, you know, he got the money, so he didn't have to worry about now that he has security, you yep. know, and so yep. now he's just out there playing team ball. He loves being a Laker. You can sell that. So, um, you know, Kuz stepping up, and then once again, um, um, we were saying about uh, LeBron's defense. That's one thing that's underrated. You know, especially when when there's time for them to make those comebacks. When, uh, uh, when he steps it up, yes, when he steps it up, you know he has that ability. Now I'm gonna tell you right now, if you if if LeBron is guarding somebody and they're gonna shoot a corner three, he ain't going out there. Yeah. I'm just letting y'all know that. that that's, <laughs> I mean, that's 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 real talk. I mean, like you know, if he's in the corner. He's and he going to he's not running out there. He's just going to do that token uh uh-uh, right. and he's going to throw it up and he just like, uh, you missing or make. Start running back. And he's running back. he's going to do <laughs> exactly. That. But if you're going to come at him, he's going to go ahead and you know, move his feet and he's going to actually, you know, help out on defense. I mean, he did he had a really good defensive game. I can't complain about that. So. Okay. Money, well, well, you so, can. <laughs> don't don't don't
3: do this. No, you know what? I'm not bashing LeBron okay. today. You know, it's, it's cool. i <laughs> I'm I'm a roll with LeBron. It's all good. It, it was a good game. I was really impressed with uh Cools. I could tell you on Clubhouse, you know they were they were really everybody on Clubhouse was rooting for, um, David Jones. They were talking. Oh, about – Oh, good. Well, see,
1: we that's always Laker fans.
3: Yeah, they, we always root for the new that. guy and the the. Yeah, I mean, the <laughs> they, they was asking for twenty and ten. <laughs> I love it. He'll get it. He's yeah, gonna get yeah, it. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, because this is his last ten year. Uh, nah, they'll sign him.
1: Contract, they'll ten year contract. Ten year contract. Yeah, well, they'll you, sign.
3: You him. think he's gonna get signed? I, I mean, I think so, but
2: um. What I do like about him, um, I do like the fact that he's he's gives us that that rim presence. Like either it's going to be on the defensive end or an offensive lob threat. Makes him think, and it makes him think. And he's not just out, no 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 diss to Marcus All. I mean, when Marcus All's um, three pointer is hitting, then he's effective on the offensive end. Now his passing, I wish he would be. I wish the Lakers would run more sets through him so he can be able to show off more of that. His offensive you know his 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 range of passing because if you put him at the top of the key and you got cutters he's going to find those guys so is i wish they were able to get him more involved in that regard but when he's out and you see that athleticism you get Damon Jones, you see the athleticism, you're like oh shoot, that, that's what we are missing
1: that energy we're missing, you know, that's that JaVale He has McGill, that look you know. too, that it's not as much hungry as it's, I have no idea how big this moment is, so I'm just going to go for it <laughs> and he's on the lay, and I like that, that kind of innocence look to me, I don't know, I love it personally uh, we've got lots more to talk about everybody joining us on Clubhouse, we're definitely going to include you guys, we've got Money Mike, StatPat, Simsta stick with us, we've got to pay a bill just for one quick second here really quick we'll be right back hey guys you got to check out the pure life alternative wellness center it's a family owned and operated pre-ico prop d compliant and recreational collective serving chatsworth the san fernando valley and the surrounding los angeles areas They offer discounts for all our veterans and seniors, 55-plus, as well as first-time patient and referral discounts. You can order online at purelifesfv.org. That's purelifesfv.org. Hey, welcome back to the show. Thank you. You are with the Profanity Nation podcast. Again, the voice of the professional fan. Now we have people joining us for the first time tonight in the Los Angeles Lakers fan club on Clubhouse. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm kind of nervous. Yeah, right. This is new. This right? is new. Oh, no, no, no. We got everybody who can interact and tell <laughs> yeah, us how, they, they how, tell, how crappy we're, we're doing. Crazy, yeah. Uh, yeah, tell us how horrible our own opinions are on the spot. Like, I'm spot, spot right, right, exactly. so, uh,
3: so I'm gonna put somebody on blast. Who do I want? Don't do that. Hey, Miss Shay. how how do you how you how are you enjoying
1: the show?
9: Uh, I'm enjoying the show. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That's all you want, how huh, That's all. If y'all, if y'all, if y'all <laughs> haven't caught on, it's, it's, all, all y'all
2: got to do is just say we, we love the, the show, and Mike is going to be uh, ecstatic. Yeah, like, a you're no <laughs> you ain't giving no context. You ain't got to do none of that. Just say <laughs> I love the show, and Mike is going to be
1: happy. Yeah. Just, we'll keep, hey, keep the accolades we were, I coming. Were, I work
3: really hard at this. All all right.
1: Right. <laughs> I, I have a question for the clubhouse listeners. Actually, if we if we can go, okay. My question here, and you guys can chime in as you. Will money Mike is kind of picking that I guess. Um, we we spoke to Marco Nunez and we talked about AD and his injury and and Marco gave us some some reason to say okay just be be patient and he's coming back nothing to really be too concerned about. Um, but Gasol. And Marc Gasol, what we maybe are, in fact, when he got signed, most people are like, oh, I, don't, I don't get it. So if the Lakers aren't getting what they thought they were supposed to, nobody else saw what they were going to get out of Marc Gasol. But uh, needless to say, Marc Gasol doesn't seem to be filling that void right now. I'd like to hear from clubhouse people. What do you think about Marc Gasol? Is he a trade asset? Do we need something different? Would you get rid of him just to make room for a buyout candidate? Uh, what do you guys think? You're in control, money.
3: Uh, let's see let's talk to crispy crispy what do you think hey what's up guys thanks for having me and um hello to everyone um mark gasol he i think he's a weapon i think we got him for the playoffs to be honest um i wouldn't trade him just yet uh i just want to wait to the playoffs i feel like we had playoff rondo i think there's a playoff gasol as well um he Go also ahead. does a he also does a good job with protecting the rim um he don't really generate a lot of blocks but he's a big body, and he definitely altered a lot of shots, so um that's my intake on
2: Gasol. yeah, I was gonna say, um um Marc Gasol's defense it, because he's not blocking shots, um people do not think that he's you know he he's actually protecting the rim, but he alters but, but he alters and he's a big body like he he's a space eater, so the fact that he's in there uh and and if you look at the defensive rating, the defensive rating hasn't been that far off no. this year with the new additions that we got on the team. So, you know, for a lot of people that are complaining about, you know, you know, Marcus and his defense, I agree with Crispy. I think he's actually, once it's become a matchup and we have a matchup that suits us, and he's going to be a weapon in the fact that he's going to be able to, first of all, like I said, be able to get other people involved. But then at the same time, you know, He's a big body, and at the end of the day, he's six fouls. You know, yeah. we need that, you know, especially if we got a bang, we got somebody that can bang. So I do like that as well.
3: All right, so what do you think, Swag? Uh, uh,
0: thanks for having us. Uh, thanks for having me, you guys. Uh, it's a great show. Love thank it. you, thank you. Um, I think Marcus a is a great, a great uh, piece for us, man. Uh, he takes up a lot of space. Like you said, that was the first thing I thought of, you know, it's, it's hard, you know, when he sets a pick, good luck getting around it because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's a big body. And if you've played basketball, you know these wide guys, you know, it's hard to get around him. You ain't getting around him. So um, I think he's a great space eater, and I think he's a good protector. And I, I th- I'd like to keep him and see what we can uh, add you know, on
1: to him. Yep. So, so when the playoffs and the game slows down, you feel that he'll make his, his place, he'll, he'll, he'll be more valued.
0: Yeah, I think he'll play better when the game slows down because it, you know, always the game is always always better for big men when the game slows down, and the fact that he's got, you know, uh, an outside shot too helps, you know, keeps spreads the floor a little bit, and uh, yeah, I don't have a problem with him. I think I think we we could, he's a he's a good guy to have down there, you know, like you said, six fouls, and. Uh, he's he's a wide body man he's, he's a wide body Let, so let's stick
1: Cadillac. let's stick right so, here money I, I'd like to i like to have, uh, go ahead let's stick right here um, I got another question for you people are talking and of course uh, Quinn Cook was waived from the Lakers and, and you'll hear chatter saying oh why didn't they get rid of Matthews instead of Cook um, I just, while we got you on here from Clubhouse what, what are your thoughts on that on, on Quinn Cook versus Matthews
3: go ahead Swag um, you know
0: <laughs> i I I I think I don't like I think Wesley Matthews should be um, should have been the one that to go there you if go. anybody was going to go mm-hmm. um, I, I like Quinn I think he's he uh, he you know he's got championship experience played with the Warriors you know he has all that uh, uh, experience which you cannot beat in the NBA Finals experience and so he's a champion um, and he's been in in crucial times and he showed that he can produce in the in the tough moments so. I think we should have kept Quinn and uh, got rid of West. To be honest, but that's just that's my take.
10: Yeah, I agree too. Samurai, do you agree with him? Yeah, I mean, I love Quinn Cook. And uh, earlier, you know, sorry, I wasn't able to talk. But uh, Money Mike, yes, you were you you were killing it during the Pacers game we, we, with the timing. <laughs> <I think laughs> you you and I you and I were actually like checking each. We we were both. I could tell we were both wanting to cheer at the same time, and we 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 worked out together to uh, make sure we didn't spoil it for everybody. So, so bang, you see, you see that, that so so Money loves the roses. You definitely three did. One. He definitely held it down. Um, in, in response in response to Quinn <laughs> Cook, man, yeah. you know we got mad love for him out here. But um, I think that, um, obviously, you know, Wes needs to step up. But I, 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 I think that it was the right move. I mean, I trust in Rob Palinka, I trust in Jeannie. I trust in Frank Vogel. I trust in LeBron. You know, he's also kind of co-managing the team. Um, I think just like, like with Marcus saw, I think that, you know, Wes Matthews was a pickup more for the playoffs. Um, you know, just what he is able to do like his potential I think is what we're you know they're still leaning on I'm not exactly sure with the contract situation but I think like you know it's obviously easier to let go of Quinn Cook in that situation and that since we have pretty much the ball handler position like at least three or four deep already I think that's why they let him uh you know that we 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 parted ways with him but we got mad love for Quinn Cook so but hopefully Wes Matthews steps up we'll see what happens
3: yeah, well, you know, uh, I, I saw the report where Judy uh, Bus said that she was willing to go over uh, and pay luxury tax. I don't know if you guys heard about that um, because LeBron's on the team. So it looks like they're going to try to keep their core people together. What do you think, Ms. Rue? Um,
6: of course she has to do that. Um, <laughs> when you get a talent like LeBron on your team, you have to go all in. Um, also you don't trade for AD if you're not willing to do what it takes to win, especially coming from the situation where he came from, where they failed to build around him absolutely, Um, I feel like they have a good working relationship with AD and LeBron's agent, so why not, I mean, put all your chips (laughs) in the middle, win as many championships as you can and then when it's time to rebuild, you can think about that later
2: yeah, yeah, I I do I, I I think that's what they have to do. I mean, we've done it before. Um, when we what, we winning championships before, we had to go over the you know the Jerry. That was.
1: just not a surprise to me at all. Yeah, I mean, you have I don't, to you know, like—is that a headline? I really? mean,
3: think about I yeah. Mean, think, what, in, in these times, though, because keep in mind, that's COVID. Everybody lost money, so the fact that she still winning the except
1: it. the Lakers. <laughs> the
3: Lakers—they're well, Lakers they, I mean, not they, a
1: losing money brand. I mean, but yeah, I, I mean, they,
3: lost, they maybe they lost less. Okay. Let, let, uh, let other let other fans <laughs> they made tell less, us. right?
2: I mean, well, you well, let other fans well, tell that we are a, we're a mom and pop organization here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're we're just out there. We're just scraping by. Here, you know, <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know right. we're, we know we you know are just well, a, you we're you scraping
1: what, by with the few rings we you know, have. We're
3: just getting some jewelry along
1: the way. Yeah, you know, we're trying
3: to make the bill. You know, trying to make ends
2: meet.
1: We just win the championship. Well, we did. We
3: did give back the money, right? The PPV money. I think so. Yeah, we gave it back. So. That, we're a stand-up organization. We're doing it. <laughs> exactly. Don't you agree?
1: Someone reached out and tried for it to begin with, but uh, <laughs>
3: yeah. Well, you know, yeah. we don't know who applied for it, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> definitely <laughs> we
3: gave we gave it back. Okay, we,
1: Let, let's stick with NBA news, guys, because you know, going into this season, it was we were the Lakers were heavily favored, heavily favored to win the title. There was no one who could compete. Then all the rumbles came in Brooklyn. Brooklyn's building this team. Brooklyn's building all this stuff. Um, lo and behold, they just did a poll, guys. And uh, you know who most people actually think will win the title this year right now? Who? Fools. Straight fools. Who? Who's Utah the, Jazz. Utah
2: Jazz number one. Man, they're going to knock it off with that, too. Come Look, on now. I
1: get it. I get it, right? They have the best record. They're, they're playing well. But we've seen this play before. We've seen best regular season records. I'm not buying it. I don't know why or who is. I'm not buying it. But and we'll get to the Utah. But the 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 strangest thing I noticed about that map, I believe ESPN released, the Nets were barely listed except for in the Northeast, two huh. places, two places. They
3: did a, they did a full fifty states, and it was two places, two two states that had the Nets win the championship.
1: That's it. Isn't that great That surprised me.
2: Yeah, it, that that does surprise me. Um, they do have a good team. Um, and the, as you can see, any any guys that are coming off the scrap heat, they're trying, to, they're trying to sign them up. So, you know, they're trying to build their roster. Um, but going back to Utah, mm-hmm. I I want them to be the number one seed. Like, I literally want them to be. I don't want them to stop. I, I want them to keep going. I want them to have the best record in the whole league. I want them to be that that team that everybody puts on there. I want us to be still at the three seed, the number two seed. I want us to play, go ahead, and have Phoenix right there in our, in our crosshair. If they're going to go ahead and let these standings stay the way they are, they are in a world of trouble. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're going to go ahead and allow us to go ahead and play in the second round, the Phoenix Suns, and then let the Clippers and the Utah Jazz fight it out in the semifinals, I mean,
1: Clippers might not even make it. uh, They might uh, not make it. They might not make it again. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They
5: might not make it again.
2: That would be, uh, you know
1: what I'm saying? uh, I told you. All right, to everybody on Clubhouse, (laughs) we here, we are, you know, obviously are strong, avid Lakers fans. There's only one thing we kind of dislike. More than maybe even we love the Lakers. That's a Clippers. So, that's right, uh, now, of course, now. Clipper Daryl is a fan or a friend, yeah, of, our friend show. Of, yeah, yeah. of our show. A friend of our yeah. show. So if you didn't see that, you know, Clipper Daryl lost a bet to Money Mike over here uh, in regards to last year's bubble play. Great. And it was he... great show. He cursed me out the whole time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. That, that but he <laughs> paid his bet. He paid his so bet. So you guys, I'll just let you know. You guys can go on YouTube. You can find that. That's one of our past uh, episodes and it's on there. It's worth seeing. All right.
3: Well, let me let me ask Randy, man, uh, Dr. Doctor Randy. I apologize. What, get, what it what right. you, get it right. Get <laughs> it right. Yeah, you know, what, we want him to come back. What do you think about utah man, uh or the poll showing utah number one and the nets basically on the bottom
7: um, i personally am okay with it um i actually would prefer that we are not on top because then it takes to me some pressure off of us that everyone's not staring at us if utah jazz is at number one then people are going to be staring at utah jazz and mm-hmm. hopefully they're gonna um you know, take us for granted, I guess, because we're not number one. Um, am I worried about them? If we're all healthy, no, not at all. Um, Ad, I feel like Ad has uh, Gobert's number, um, and you know, I don't. I don't think the Utah Jazz has a as great of a backcourt defense as, as we do.
3: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, Donovan Mitchell is a beast, but go bear you know i think it's probably gonna be more of a liability in the playoffs than uh, asset because you'll be able to really scheme against them uh more so than people are able to do now you know so in the, in the seven game series um alan you let me let's ask you i see you just popped up in here how you doing
8: hey how's it going guys
1: Hey, how's it going? Thanks for joining the yes, clubhouse uh, chat. The
8: Question was uh, how do we how do we feel about the the rankings in terms of Jazz being at the top uh, in terms of favorites, right? Yep, yep, yeah, yes. Um, I mean, you know, I think I think there's a. I mean, it's just a lot of recency bias right now. Um, I just uh, like th- what 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 the Jazz doing right now remind me a lot of the The regular season, Bucks of the last two seasons, mm-hmm. um, their three point percentage is is really insane right now. Um, mm-hmm. It's like uh, over forty five percent or something like that, mm-hmm. um, and their offensive rating is really high as well. But um, the Bucks did the same thing the last two seasons, and when the playoffs come around, things sh- uh, close. Uh, Slow down a little bit in the half court. I don't see them sustaining this level of three point, a percentage, and their and their um their rotation is also like I think like 10, 10 guys right now or something like that. Um and guy in the playoffs things like shorten up in terms of rotation too. So I I'm just it, I'm just like. Uh, suspicious in terms of of giving them too much credit right now in terms of what what uh, the Bucks did last season in the postseason. Like they they shot the ball out uh, out, of, out of the hoop uh, during the regular season. Their three point percentage is, uh, was wild, and they won a ton of games. And then the playoffs, when defenses cracked down, and uh, they really stepped up. I mean, you, they're just not going to maintain this level three point percentage at all unless you have like a Steph Curry or Clay Thompson or a team, uh, which we saw with the Warriors. Um, but I think I think with the Nets being uh, um uh underrated right now i think uh they have a they have a lot to prove as well uh, and they're trying to do that right now they're they're winning games um without kd so it's going to be it's going to be interesting i really i really hope in the east the uh, people really give give them uh um a test you know um because I, we don't want them a easy easy run in the playoffs but overall I think the play, in the what the jazz are doing are, is amazing um they it seems like they're using a lot of analytics to make sure that they're shooting at a high clip in the three point but i I just don't see them sustaining it into the playoffs uh this is Alan Dunn speaking yeah.
2: thank you now, you know in, you made a good point uh, when you said uh uh by this, and I do believe that um and, and it goes um you know especially I think with the Lakers, I think they are underrating the the, the impact that AD uh, has on our team. They they know he's good. However, they, it's been a while since they've seen him at the peak of his powers. Yeah, full strength. And if you see, you know, if the same AD from the bubble is actually comes back and he's playing in the playoffs, I think it's a wrap. I mean, I really do believe that way he plays the game. It's hard to be able to stop him on the court, especially if he's shooting threes at a high clip, and he's able to go ahead and get inside and make baskets as well. I mean, he's playing the whole court. There's not a lot of guys out there in the league that can be able to do that. Embiid gets his points, but he gets his closer to the basket. He may hit a couple of threes here and mm-hmm. there, but he gets most of his you know ba- you know damage when he's banging. Yeah. So when you see the Lakers and they're playing, and we're playing the, all these teams, and these guys are you know cheering because they're beating the Lakers. When AD comes back, all of that. You know, pretty much goes away because he's going to be an impact on the defensive end, and then on the offensive end, you know exactly what he's going to be able to do. He's clutch, you know, and wish he can get those free throws under control. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but other than that, make him when I need him. You know, man. You know, if he can do that, it'd yeah, be awesome. That'd be but, good enough. But I think he's. Um. I think yeah. When it comes to the way we're doing, and once again, having the you know, um, the Utah Jazz being. The the you know the the, number the one the trailblazers let them do that let them do it let them do that like yeah. you said take the pressure off of us let us get healthy let us just win games and once we get into the playoffs you know this team is going to turn it on
1: do you think uh, uh, the the jazz are there if we have a full healthy team or are the lakers in number one no question
2: I mean if there's no if there's no um, I, I will say what, another thing that's a lot of that's been underrated is the fact that the Lakers are not getting a lot of pra- practice time if they're practicing you see that they are going to be able to integrate and they're going to be able to get Vogels defensive, you know, his scheme going to get that down and then they're going to be able to be able to work off each other a lot better than where they just I think they only had the 10th practice mm-hmm. um so far this season. So I really believe if they're a fully healthy team, uh got the practices in, yeah, I don't think anybody in the league can actually stop the Lakers. But they're on paper to me they're better. Now, of course, the defensive intensity of last year was amazing. And we kind of missed that a little bit. Um, as long as but, it shows
1: up in the playoffs, or yeah. Good. You know, as long as that happens, right? Okay. Yeah,
3: but we still have to be at least the top four seed, though. I mean, oh,
2: we'll yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, we'll that's be together, there, bro. We'll we be there.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, so we just talked about we talked about Utah a little bit. Our, our buddies down the hallway, the Clippers. You guys, um, the Clippers got blown out tonight by the Pelicans. Is anybody surprised? Is anybody surprised? <laughs> <laughs> um, let's go!
3: Let's go right the clubhouse. Is anybody surprised about the blowout
10: there that happened?
6: Go. Uh,
11: nope. No, I th-
10: no that's oh. our ba- baby, Lakers taking care of business. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> ah, there you go. I love it. Exactly. Our boys. I Lake, love
6: Lake
10: of it. Laker blood in their veins. For sure. For sure. <laughs> that's the new, or- that's a new Orleans Lakers plus Zion. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and,
6: and, and
10: if Zion, if,
1: if it just, he'll be a Laker one day we know, right, it. you know it's, it's just, just a matter of learned. time <laughs> we all know it it's just a matter of time it's so cold man. So, so, uh, you know what's happening <laughs> right it sucks right so uh, Chris Woodmancy who is very active online and Twitter and follows us here he, he you guys just muted out Oh, oh my uh, bad, my bad. bad. Oh, Come on, there we go. Hey, my bad. This no is my problem. My first time. My first
3: time. <laughs> All right. Hey, so, thanks for letting me know, man. Thank you. Know. you. Uh, so so Chris
1: uh, Woodmansee, who follows us online and is very active with us, uh, he says uh, he's telling us here it looks like Kawhi, well maybe leaving the Clippers, but he just said that he's concerned with the Clippers' lack of consistency. Um, Kawhi's pretty quiet guy. If he's going to be saying something, that means something. But what is this that uh, the lack of consistency? And he's right. But in the regular season, last year, it just came in the playoffs. They were pretty (laughs) consistent in the regular season last year. Mm -hmm. What is it? Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm
2: I'm still trying to wrap my head around it because, you know, because remember how, like, in the beginning, how this, you know, the season started, they got surged. You know, everybody's like. They said, oh, yeah, oh, they're, they're like, getting. They're, they're really going to be like, they're the number one. And they're going to be the number one C. They're going to be. They got the pieces now mm-hmm. to get them over to the HUB. <laughs> and they had all of that. They got Nicholas Batum. Mm-hmm. You know, they got the pieces now to take them over to the HUB. They hump. resigned the Richmond. Yeah, and they did all of this stuff. And then, yeah, know, then they got like PG. You know, he's now, he's you, oh mm-hmm. MV. Oh, what? What do you call it, MVP? They call it pg
1: MPG He's what a guy, though. He's what a guy. I can't you know, say it.
2: The fact that he's like you see this happening, it's like the same issues are rearing an ugly head different on that coach, team. Different coach, though. But, yeah, and it's wait, not no, Dr. No, Rivers' okay, fault now. Wait, anyway. wait, wait,
3: wait. Different, co- different coach, same coach. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> same Ty coach. Say- right? I mean, is there a difference? Let me I'll ask. You, let's ask club Clubhouse. House. You got somebody jump in. Is there a difference between uh, Doc and Ty Lu? Really? No. Nope. Who's, Who's the better coach?
0: No, they're the same coach because they coach <laughs> with each other. So,
3: <laughs> so,
1: so nothing's I changed
6: I personally the think, think that the, the coach um, doesn't matter because they have a lot of the same personnel as last year, and that's not going to f- fix Lou Will's defensive problems. That's not going to fix Pat Bev not being an elite point guard. And uh, that's not going to fix their lack of playmaking. So, yeah, I think the same issues are going to pop up. And uh, apparently their numbers this year in the clutch have been atrocious. So that's why I don't expect much from them, to be honest.
2: You know, that's what I think uh, when you see the fact that we, like you said, the lack of consistency. And one thing you said earlier that really is important, because a lot of people forgot the last time the Lakers and Clippers played when before covid Happened, and, won. and the Lakers won. But something happened, something different happened. All of a sudden, any time that LeBron saw that Lou Will was on somebody, he set that guy to go ahead and set the pick so he can get that matchup. They were literally hunting him, Exposed and you know, him. and you know how it is when guys see ta- when they get tape on you. You know, it's pretty much that's a wrap. Your your defensive. You know uh, liabilities. It's like a tell with a pitcher. Yeah, and, and your defensive liabilities become you know magnified. So the fact that he's now is definitely a liability on defense. His his offense is, has is not taking over. His offense is not making up or you know you know making up the slack for being that bad on defense. And so yeah, hundred percent right. I do believe that's going to be and like when you know how the playoffs are. You got you, – you'll let you have the first game. But that second, third game, we're going to make these defensive adjustments, and now it's your move. Mm-hmm. You we'll see how you adjust, that and that's and, and, and is. I mean, and usually it kind of happens in the second round. This shit is
1: chess. <laughs> 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 this shit is chess. All right, everybody, we've got a lot more to get to. Uh, this is Women's History Month, and we're going to highlight a very special woman here very soon. But we're going to go ahead and pay a bill really quick. We will be right back in a little bit under thirty seconds. Thank you for sticking with us. Profanity
11: Nation. A podcast for the fans, by the fans. Dive deep into the topics the other shows miss, raw hey, uh, and uncensored. And he's right going to, to play uh, to the ball the more legacy more to the play hard for uh, uh, legacy of that state. Rare, hard hitting interviews with players, coaches, and you, the super fans. Uh, I'm not hating. I'm like, okay, cool. Good. Three championships you, in five years. Play. He's more than good, bro. Profanity Nation. Listen live or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. Powered by Jesse Brown of Keller Williams. Yeah.
1: All your secrets Thank you for sticking with us everybody This is the Profanity Nation podcast We are live tonight on YouTube, Facebook, the Good News Network, Twitter, uh, Twitch But especially Clubhouse for the first time Hey, hey. Los Angeles Lakers fan club. Love so it. if you're on Clubhouse, you definitely have to get on there. Yay, yay! Yay, yay. yay! There we go. I love it. <laughs> and then uh, everybody on Clubhouse, please definitely head on over to Apple Podcasts. You gotta give us a subscription. Gotta subscribe. And leave a review for us because uh, we love you and we count on those. So definitely get over to Apple Podcasts, the Profanity Nation. Subscribe. You'll be alerted. You know how it goes, and you'll see us each week and you'll hear yourself when it comes out on Tuesday because you're on the show. Because this is the voice of the professional fan all right so as i stated before we went to break guys uh march is women's history month and we've been honoring women each month or at least speaking to women this month we're gonna uh this week we're gonna honor one we weren't able to get her on the show due to scheduled conflicts however we would like to discuss and we're gonna go ahead and let stat pat go ahead and bring us into this one please StatPat. just real quick i mean we're, we're gonna highlight
2: uh violet palmer this um this week and Obviously, anybody that's watching or uh, watched basketball within the last 20 years, we know that she was the first female uh, referee. And, you know, there was a perception uh, when she first came when came on, was she going to be able to do the job as well as her, you know, male counterpart? And the thing is, I mean, she exceeded ex- expectations. Oh, yeah, she's and, great. And, I mean, I, but at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, why wouldn't she? You know, that's the thing about it. When you, you know, look back, it's you like, look no, back, like, you know, you look at like like, oh my God, how can she rever I mean, literally a foul is a foul. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You know, that, that's gonna be there. Uh, is his foot his foot on the on the three point line. That's the two. You know what I'm saying? She's gonna call this game. It's the same calls for same a calls, for, for a women's basketball. She could call that game. Yeah. You thought and and, and and I liked what I liked about her is the fact that you know, you she because she came in around like the end of the era of the old school guys, right? So these guys were trying to punk her, mm-hmm. and she was not having any of that. Like she was strong with her, you know, her convictions, on her on calls. She made sure that you know when it came to the call, she was going to stick by it, and she had some backup. And then the fact that she was able to get into the nba finals that's what i was i was really i mean that's the pinnacle the pinnacle she was able to call she called nine uh finals games um and i mean we love Violet palmer because she was a trailblazer um when uh when jason collins came out uh when jason collins came out as gay um she followed that up and also put out there that she was also gay you know being the trendsetter, still doing that, you know, she's a really big figure in the game of basketball, not just for the NBA, but also for the WNBA. So, she's, I mean, shout out to, you know, Violet Palmer because, you know, that's, you know, for her, she's opening the door for anybody else that want to go ahead and um and be a referee because, like I said, she was able to do the job, do the job well, and become the standard. Of what you need to do to be a referee in the league.
3: I mean, absolutely. I mean, when when you knew Violet was there, number one, you knew it was going to be fair, you know, And, and, but also, too, I love how she shut those people down. Like you know, what I mean, they Wait, go. You ain't even no talking about. What are you that? talking about? I'm gonna give you a text. I'm gonna kick you out <laughs> of the <laughs> games like everybody else. <laughs> and I love the respect that she commanded from the players, and you know, and she look, and she was a good referee. Yeah, you know, what I mean, you well, know, they, you know, cause they, you know, they've had some bad male referees that you were like, oh god, this dude gonna be here, Joey. You know. <laughs> well, Jerry
1: Crawford. I mean, we're, we're, we don't. We're we're you mean that. That, yeah, Violet cel- wasn't going to challenge Tim Duncan <laughs> to a fight?
3: No. You know, See?
2: he wasn't going to do anything silly like that. Yeah, right. you know? we're,
3: we're celebrating. Clubhouse, what do you guys think about Violet Palmer? You guys have any thoughts?
6: I do. Uh, it's, this is Rue. Um, Hi, Rue. Hey. Actually, I, I didn't know who she was, and I just looked her up before the show and realized that like, she was the first um, female referee. And I feel like that was, that's a big accomplishment, especially in – Um, The NBA being the first of anything is a big deal, uh, especially as a black woman, too. Um, Mm -hmm. um, To be a trailblazer is always um, a difficult thing to do. And the fact that she came into a male-saturated sport is inspiring for me as a black woman as well, looking at it. Um, And I can also relate to it being in a space where it's a lot of um, males um, in these sport rooms talk shows so you know to have a female perspective is always great and just to trailblaze for future the future of the female referees this there's, there's a few now in the nba so she trailblazed for that and i just saw um she she was refereing the nuggets game and the knicks when that brawl broke out so that must have been knicks game for her. Um, but yeah it's quite interesting
1: yeah, I believe they're uh, also, oh, there we go. I
6: definitely agree
9: with Rue. I mean, uh, shout out to Violet Palmer. I'm definitely going to tune in when she comes in. I believe that a woman can do anything that she sets her mind to, you know. I uh, really love that um, she is on the league. I've seen um, uh, her on the games and stuff, and she's definitely doing a great job. And I'm looking forward to her being on your show.
1: Yeah, we, we are too. Man. We are too. We're definitely nope. looking forward to that. You know, she's still currently working with the NBA. She's not only a coordinator at the PAC 12 conference, but she is actually the manager for the referee development for the NBA and a coordinator for the West coast conference. So she is still very in- influential mm-hmm. and uh, involved with the NBA. So it's not like she just served her. I think it was set 15 years as mm-hmm. an NBA official. Yeah. Uh, she stuck with it. So now she, she's in there and uh, it's awesome. And again, what we're talking about, I think, uh, I just news came out, um, the first NFL uh, female referee, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does anyone on Clubhouse, we we neglected to get her name. Does anyone out yeah, there know her right. name? We'd love to uh, show her some respect. If you do, please just shout it out. Um, I'm sure we can find we can Google it.
7: Google it right quick. Sarah Thomas.
1: There it is. There you Thank you very much. That's what it is.
2: Sarah hey, Thomas. Hey, man, I'm going to let you know right now, man. We love in Clubhouse, man. Y'all, <laughs> you guys, I mean, just say this right quick. I mean, I don't want to go ahead and derail the show, but I really want to say this, and I this is all sincerity. You guys are knowledgeable It's all get out, and I mean, look, man, you guys are teaching us too on the show, and your takes are awesome, it's really driving this show tonight, I mean, this has been a, a, a collaboration, fun, it's been fun, and I think we all can speak here on this show, that I mean, this, this, this setup right here that we got going on, that we're giving you guys the voice, but at the same time, you guys will be able to go ahead and educate some of the fans out there that listen to the show, man, I really appreciate you guys. It's
10: great. Yeah, we, we, we appreciate you. Yeah, thank you. It. Thank, you. Um, thank you. Can I can I just say some? Uh, yeah, I, I, I I'm so glad you guys are in Clubhouse, and you know I love this group. I love this. I love this Lakers Nation fan club. Crispy started this club, and all of us, you know, were some of the first people to jump in and like hit him up. And be like, yo, we want to run these rooms. So Crispy and. And all of us have put together an amazing team. And you guys got an amazing team. And we all Laker Nation. So this is, like, lovely. I love everything that's happening. So I appreciate y'all's appreciation. It's all appreciation, Lake Nation. So this is this yeah this this team right here too that's in here. This is like this is a solid team. We win in championships every every time. Hey, <laughs> yeah, you know, and
3: and two piggyback on top of that, uh, Christy reached out to me and, and was he probably didn't know it was me thought it was Jeff, yeah, that's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> but he reached out to me and said, hey man, I want I want us to do a live podcast. I thought that possible. was an amazing idea. Yeah. And, sure. uh, so shout out to Christy for allowing this to happen, man. Because I'm having a great time just. Interacting. I mean, we always know what we think, and we, you know, we've been doing this a while, and we have our own takes. But but it's great to have other people's perspective um, on our show, and you know that's what it's about. Everything from the fan perspective.
1: Absolutely, everybody. Okay, so so everybody on Clubhouse, everybody who's joining us on Facebook and YouTube and everywhere across the world, uh, we've all been in this together. We have to discuss it at least just for a brief second. It has been now over a year. Since the world locked down and quarantined, and we lost our games and we lost everything. Um However, for thanks Rudy. Thanks. For, yeah, It's that, that, all <laughs> like this whole thing <laughs> on, on Rudy, Rudy right. right now. Yeah, so much. So much for Utah being They're the team a to be. Uh, we haven't forgotten uh, about that. Yeah, so, yeah, we'll never let you live that <laughs> one down, Rudy. Um, But uh we. It looks like now that things are hopefully getting brighter money mike has been pushing on every episode again if anyone who's new to our show if you go back to our episodes money mike's been begging and pushing wash your hands wear your mask we want to do an event we want to do a live event we wanted to do a live watch party where we can see you guys in person and and interact and say hello and 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 have fun and scream and yell and um it looks like now that may be coming to fruition everybody so uh, we actually, drum roll, drum roll please. Um, we actually have a big announcement, and uh, for everybody who's listening and joining, anyone who's like
2: two pins,
1: <laughs> that's what it was. Uh, it was two pins. Uh, um, we are gonna host a watch party, everybody. Woo! Man, I'm All so right. excited! Y'all yeah.
3: finally decided to wash your hands. Yeah, y'all. To yeah, yeah. To yeah and, and, socially distanced and now we're opening. You know, you know let me just say something about getting recalled so that's what that's kind
2: yeah. of oh, no, you know <laughs> that might
1: be yeah. spearing this thing. Oh, yeah. no. let me give information okay oh, wait, 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 so, I mean, well, hold on wait, wait, wait uh, that. Wait, hold, uh, hold on you know what though look. i'm losing control we,
3: yeah you are oh he's a clubhouse he, now he, <laughs> i know look at me look at me look at me
2: i am i am the captain now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Clubhouse loves me you
3: know they love me oh, you know man. what i mean i'm the reason why this happened right let's get the credit everybody never gave y'all money but no look let me look I just want to say this. There's one good thing about this whole COVID thing. You know, before that, people used to be in your space. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, hey, can I get some space? Not that I say six feet, but now, you know, I, you know, give me, like, two feet. And then no? The, Come on, don't you guys agree with me that nobody gets in your personal space no more? Isn't that an amazing thing? That's, it, that is one good it, thing that came out of COVID. All right. And I hope it stays like that. Oh, nobody no. gets in my personal space. Okay, I'll let's be, get back I'll to be, the I'll good be. news. Okay, my bad.
1: Okay, the good my news is, is we're, we're all going to share a huge space. Uh, we are having a watch party, and this is on we April gonna 4th. We stuff. are going to have plexiglass. We are going to have plexiglass. It's going to be safe. It's going to be safe. It's going to be safe. It is on April 4th. We know that's Easter, but that is also a Lakers-Clippers game at 12 30 p.m., and we are hosting a live watch party in Long Beach, California. Long Beach. Long Beach. So, if you are in the Los Angeles area, Long Beach area, or really Southern California area, and you happen to be a huge Lakers fan or even a Clippers fan, you need to show up. Reason being, it's a Lakers Clippers game. Clipper Daryl will be in the house. Yeah. All right. Hey, you guys, look, look, look.
3: Clippers already know I'm inviting Edward too. Inviting- <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes.
10: Oh yes. <laughs> hey, yeah.
3: Hey Samurai,
10: you know what? I'm already there. I'm, I'm you There that. before he even said his hey, name. Hey, I'm hey, not hey. going there for him. I'm going there for y'all. Yeah. yeah. But for so Samurai, that'll, be, that'll, be, that'll be that'll be icing on the cake. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweet. I
3: told, I told him what happened, Samurai man. They were. Just it up. Yeah, because you know what, dude. <laughs> you know
2: he used to call, but he would take <laughs> so call. many. He would take so many L's. He decided, nah, I'm not gonna do that anymore. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Miss,
1: yeah, hit. Uh, but our watch. You know- Oh, our sorry, watch party, okay. hang on. our watch party is on April fourth, and uh, that will, we will be there starting at around eleven thirty. But the game starts at twelve thirty. We'll know more about uh, total occupancy. We expect a minimum of twenty five percent. But they have both indoor and outdoor. They have food. They have beer. They have alcohol. They have big screen TVs, and most importantly, they will have the Profanity Nation podcast in the house live. We are a roll. So we are super excited about this. You will definitely see promotions for it. So be sure to follow us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, all of those spots. You're going to keep up to date. And, of course, all our Clubhouse folks will keep you up to date as well with that. We're also going to have some giveaways that we're working on. As soon as the, these are already locked in, but as soon as we actually have them in house, these will be some signed giveaways. Um, and we will go ahead and announce that coming up. Uh, we also will have someone else in the house, and this is actually pretty big, you guys. If you've never had a chance to see in person the Lakers championship jackets designed by Jeff Hamilton, Jeff Hamilton's going to be in the house for our watch party on April 4th. Jeff himself Hello. is going to, Jeff himself is going to try to be there. If he can't, the jackets are going to be there. There's going to be stuff you can get, you can buy, you can try on, you can look at. We're talking about the Lakers championship jacket from 2020, the three-peat jackets going back. He's got them all. He may bring some of the Bulls jackets and anything else. He's got a ton of stuff to show. So there's a Jeff Hamilton presence with us on April 4th as well. Mm -hmm. And And this is continue Along with his shoes. We've got the Converse shoes that he just designed with Chinatown Market and Converse. So you have a collaboration. This was Chinatown Market, the NBA, Jeff Hamilton, Congress, and they put together these leather shoes commemorating the los angeles lakers three-peat championship guys we're going to have some of those to give away those should be signed as well so this is just going to be off the hook and we'll have more information but this will be at dogs in long beach california belmont shores area second street and as soon as we have that again follow us on instagram and so forth and you'll go ahead and get all that information I, I know got we're de- excited. I'm going
3: to derail something. So,
1: listen, after the game, hey, Samurai, you're going to be out there.
3: Right across the street, they got this place called Sweet Jill. No. Best cinnamon rolls in town.
1: This oh, I'm just letting you know. Man, so. goes, <laughs> you go down there just for that. I go
3: down there. I've gone literally. I have. It's been 10 o'clock at night. I've been like, I want a cinnamon roll. And I would go down and go get me a cinnamon roll man,
1: from Sweet Jill. That's crap. bro. So, we can't wait for that, everybody. All right. So... Anybody who's joining us for the first time, this is a fun segment that we like to call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. Money Mike is going to go ahead and ask us a question here really quick. He has some thoughts on an issue, and he wants to know whether or not he's in bounds or out of bounds. All right,
3: and I need all you guys' opinion on this, okay? Let's go, Clubhouse. Right, so, so listen, there was a story, right, By my man Patrick Ewing. My man Patrick Ewing was walking around uh, the Madison Square Garden. And he wasn't recognized, and he was upset that he wasn't recognized. Now, I understand why he might be upset. I mean, he is the New York Knicks all-time leading scorer. He is rookie of the year. He played uh, 18 seasons with the New York Knicks. You know, retired number. I get all that, but but the last time he played for the Knicks was in 2000. So, these young kids, how the hell they going to know who he is? So, here's my question. Am I out of bounds of saying that the Knits, the only way they should he know who he is is they would have had a training video to show all the Hall of Fame players on the team. You ain't going to let because me answer was, first. Because, because that's the only way a 21-year-old would know we'd be able See, to recognize right, a go Patrick to clubhouse Uy. first before you get absolutely <laughs> So am plastered. I in bounds to say hey it's okay not to recognize a guy that ain't paid in the league in 20 years yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna let, let, them, I'm right gonna let
1: them
2: handle it because I'm not, I don't even have to say anything I'm gonna <laughs> let them handle it
3: hey Samurai what do you think man Can you repeat the last part? My bad. I was cutting it out. Okay, so my question is, am I out of bounds for a 20-year-old not to be able to recognize Patrick Ewing inside oh, oh, that's Madison Square part. Garden?
10: Okay. The, I didn't hear the uh, Patrick Ewing part. Um, I don't know. You know, I'm definitely – I mean, I think we talked about this a little bit that it's uh, the 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 Knicks and the organization needs to have a tutorial for all the staff to to recognize them. I mean, twenty year olds at this point, I I I gave up on getting mad at them if they don't know the OGs. Um, but I mean, if you get if you're going to work at Madison Square Garden, me personally, if I went to go work at any stadium, I would take it upon myself to like know a little bit of the history of the team, especially the most, like. You know, historical iconic player for that franchise. So um, you ain't out of bounds. You're in bounds. You know. All right, that's one for me. On the clock left, Rue. What do you think? Am I out of bounds for for
3: it being okay not to recognize Patrick Ewing?
6: Ah, uh, you're out of bounds. Hell How old you are? If you're working for the team, you should do some research, especially for one of the greatest players to play for that franchise. I mean, the Knicks don't have a lot of great players, like the Lakers. It's not that hard to keep track of, right? <laughs> the few that they do have, I feel like they should have a tutorial in the handbook of who someone is.
1: I think they okay. need more posters around Madison A Couple more, uh, Dr. Randy. What do we think?
6: He's inbounds and out of bounds.
3: <laughs> He's straddling.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dr. Randy, you there? What do you think?
7: Uh, yeah, I, I agree. They, if they're working there, they should know who he is. And, uh, you know, like Sam and, and Rue said, it's it's not like the Lakers, you know. They don't have like 20, 30 deep uh, Hall of Famers, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So it's like you, you don't have that many people to know. <laughs> Say...
9: I definitely agree with everybody. I mean, Patrick Ewing is big. I mean, all, simple Google—they're online all the time. So a twenty-year-old, especially if you're working for a franchise, should recognize who Patrick Ewing is. So
1: you are out of bounds.
9: I believe that um, everyone in the panel here is right.
3: <laughs> Hold on. So, hey, does anybody agree with me? I got Swag, Crispy, and Allen. It's not okay. Anybody say something?
0: Nah, bro, that ain't cool. You got a little (laughs) tight pick, man. Man, let me go. Yeah, I saw Definitely on the (laughs) green.
2: All right. I
3: guess I'm out of balance today. Pat, what do you think?
2: Dude, you hella out of balance. First of all, first and foremost, you're saying 20 year olds as if they ain't got parents that actually made them Nick fans. So they're just coming in their green. They just got it on their own to be a Nick fan, right? No, that didn't happen. Those fans were basically brought up as Knicks fans. And you dropped off a lot of knowledge. You said Rook of the Year. You said all time leading score. You said a lot of stuff that the average fan of a franchise, said no. Shoot, I mean, you talk about anybody in Milwaukee Bucks, anybody that calls themselves a Milwaukee Bucks fan will know who the all time leader scorer, at least the sister. And then we're like, okay, if Oscar Robinson don't come off their lips just like that, you're like, like what? Who, who raised you? So I'm just saying right now, you saying that you, uh, no, just, it was just it's inexcusable. This is Patrick Ewing. If you even know about Jordan, you know about Patrick Ewing. You say you know about Jordan. You know about Patrick Ewing. You know about the Knicks battles. So this is, oh, no, dude, come on, man. This is an easy question. I mean, you know you're out of bounds with that one, dude. So, all, right,
1: all right. All right, Jeff. You're out of bounds. All right. The reason why you're out of bounds is because it's not on the 20-year-old kids. This is on the team, okay? You don't have to go online. You can go to one Lakers game, walk around Staples Center, and you're going to see the pictures of Kareem and Magic around the building. You're going to see the historic players. Mm -hmm. How do you go and work in a building and walk around that building and not see pictures and go, oh, that's one of those pictures? That has to be the Madison Square Garden. What's up with that?
2: Hold on. Hold on a second. Jeff, his number got retired, right? Yes So his jersey is literally His jersey <laughs> is literally not, But he's no, not No no no, no but he's, not, jer- he's not walking around With the bro, jersey on no. Bro He is seven feet <laughs> No pictures No, no hell. Tr- like come on man right. Not a picture <laughs> And they call themselves The most knowledgeable fans In the league The <laughs> Madison Square Garden The Mecca But not the workers come Not on, the, the workers though. Well, here, man. <laughs> get the, get the fans I, <laughs> The Redcoats They don't even look at the game Right They got their back They don't know about the game Dude
1: those guys Let's talk about those Redcoats If you've ever watched The Lakers games man, they with their back turned and everything's going exciting and they look like, I don't know what they take, some Xanax or something because <laughs> I, look, I'd be fired.
3: Look, oh, I'm yeah, definitely fired. I'm turning around. That's I'm why I wanted to be a red coat just so I could go to every game.
1: It's, but you can't see nothing. <laughs> you, can't see, yeah. you can't see nothing. I,
3: I decided not to do it because I realized I had to work my way up. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Because I mm-hmm. had to be outside first. <laughs> so that's why I said, nah. <laughs>
1: All right. Our buddy Tony Bearden says you are inbounds. There you go. Hey, hey. Look, hey. up, Tony. Our buddy look Tony, up. Tony's a big fan of uh, G League Lakers basketball, and he's a buddy of ours, neighbors of the NBA G League. Hopefully we'll be back there soon, Tony. uh, They've been in touch. I'm sure you've received those emails as well. Uh, Again, to anybody on Clubhouse who uh, is still learning about Money Mike, Stat Pat, and myself, Simsta, we are all season ticket holders of either the Lakers or South Bay Lakers or both, and we're true fans, just like you guys. We just happened to uh, decide that enough was enough and the fans needed a voice, so we started this show. And here we are now on Clubhouse. Will you go ahead and run off the names of who joined us a little bit on Clubhouse, please, on this episode?
3: Yeah, so I want to say what's up to my boy Samurai. I've never met him in person. Beautiful. We could walk right past him, but that's my boy. Not for long. Hey, yeah, yeah we've seen him on the yeah. week. Hey, he's going to come up to me like, Money Mike, yeah. I'm the black guy. Okay. There's two of us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier <laughs> to point me out, buddy. <laughs> you got to figure it out. Hey, Rue Ru was a big shout-out to Rue, man. When I, when I got on her, she's the one that started the room that I was in, and I loved how she was just moderating it checking everybody, making sure she was being the Violet Palmer of that room. She yeah, was like, hey, one, one Much mic. Love. Yeah, I kept on hearing one mic, one mic. So, you know, it was good. I love Dr. It. Randy, man, great guy, man. We sit around and talk. We were, I, one time, one time, three hours, though. I, you know, I feel like I know these people, man. It he, he was great. You know, he had great insight and everything. Shay helps out Rue all the time. She was on the one mic, one mic, too. <laughs> Make sure show. Swag, what's up, man? You know, yeah, all the guys on here are great. Crispy and Allen. And then we have some people on the bench, too. Chris, uh, you know, uh, uh, out there on the bench. Hey, thank you guys for. Thank for you doing this, so man. This was, this was great and fun. I hope we all, we could do it again. Maybe it could be all, all we think. Well, again. Let's do it yeah, uh, so yeah, we'll, yeah, Definitely. So. We'll
1: be here again. Right. Hopefully, you guys will join us. We love you so much. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out. We've got uh, Chris Woodman C is always uh, checking in. Big Baby Jonathan BBJ. at Big Baby Sports. Uh, Tony Bearden's been with us the whole show and commenting. Thank you, Tony. R U uh, R Chan is with us. We've got Rollin Bryant with us. Uh, again, Chris, Tony, there's so many people. We love you. Thank you so much for joining us joining us, we are here live every Sunday night, 8.30 p.m. Pacific. We are now live on Clubhouse. Yep. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. Please you guys, everyone on Clubhouse. Good news radio. The good, good news, news radio. radio. And uh, please you guys, definitely hop off your phone, do us a favor, go right to Apple Podcasts, click subscribe, and leave us an awesome review. We love you. We'll shout you out on the show like we do anyways. We'll do that anyways. You yeah, don't have yeah. to leave a review. We may, we may talk to the Clubhouse a little bit longer after the show. Just yeah, like yeah, yeah. Part. We'll hop on and so forth, and we'll definitely be on to chat with you guys live during the game. So thank you, as always, to everyone out there. Uh, This podcast is available for download starting Tuesday night. Thank you. We'll be back next week, as always. Peace. Peace. Hey, guys, you got to check out the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center. It's a family owned and operated pre-ICO, Prop D compliant and recreational collective serving Chatsworth, the San Fernando Valley and the surrounding Los Angeles areas. They offer discounts for all our veterans and seniors, 55 plus, as well as first time patient and referral discounts. You can order online at PureLifeSFV.org. That's PureLifeSFV.org.